0: Hi, welcome to Kids First, a podcast created by Kids for Kids. I'm Lily and I'm Evie, and each month we talk to people about their jobs. This week we're talking to Mick, a firefighter. Fact Organised firefighting began in ancient Rome while under the rule of Augustus. That was a long time ago, peeps. Mick is a firefighter in Victoria. Welcome, Mick.
1: Thank you for having me here.
0: How long did you want to be a firefighter?
1: Uh, I've wanted to be a firefighter pretty much from from your age. So ever since I was a little boy, which now makes that probably about 47 years, I've wanted to be a firefighter.
0: What did you do to become a firefighter?
1: You have to go through a very long process, um, a lot of fitness tests, a lot of Exams. You have to do a lot of written tests. You get police checks and driving checks. And then you have to do some long-distance running. And you have to do some sprinting. We do things called beep tests. And then at the end of all of that, we do a 19-week recruit course. So very, very long, very hard to get in, but very worthwhile.
0: How long have you been a firefighter?
1: I've been a firefighter officially since November 2012.
0: It's a long time ago. <laughs> What's the best thing about being a firefighter? The,
1: the best thing about being a firefighter, and I'm probably speaking for, for everyone here who is a firefighter, is that we get to help people. That's our job. We get to go out into the community and we, we get waves from kids, from parents. Uh, that's very nice to have a job where people wave to you and they give you a lot of respect and they want to help you sometimes. When you get to a job and they see that you're working hard, sometimes people will actually offer to help you and where they can help us and it's safe to do so, we'll have people helping us. It's a great job.
0: Can you tell us a story about an animal you have saved from a fire?
1: It does happen. You hear about firefighters rescuing cats. I've rescued four already and I've only been a firefighter for about seven years. But if you're after one story, I can tell you about a dog and a cat. We had a house fire. It started in the laundry at the rear of a house. Uh, Our truck was the first to get there. And I was a member of the crew, which means I go into the house. We knew that there were people who were in the house, but they'd got out. But they told us before we went in that they still had a dog and a cat in the house. So we went in with my other crew member, Sam. And we went right through the back of the house and we found what's called the seat of the fire. And that's where it's it started. And we had a hose reel that we dragged all the way through the house and we were putting the fire out. And I gave Sam a tap on the shoulder once the fire was out. I said, I'm going to do a secondary search. So that's what we do when we're first going in, we have our first search. And secondary search is once the fire's out, we can go and have a better look. And I went around and I went into a a very smoky lounge room, much the same as the one we're in right now. And I had a little look through the smoke and I saw on the couch a Doberman dog that was lying down. So I didn't know what it would do. I, I didn't know the dog and the dog didn't know me and I had all my gear on and that can look a bit weird. So I sort of snuck up a bit and I grabbed the dog by the collar and I pretty much led the dog out and the owners came and got it. And then they said, we've still got a cat inside and you may not know this but cats tend to go to bedrooms and they will go under the bed sometimes the foot of the bed uh, and also the head of the bed where the pillows are and that's where they'll hide if there's a fire and so I went into the main bedroom of the house and sure enough there was a fluffy white cat under the head and I had to close the door because then it would have run out and gone to another room and we wouldn't have caught it but I closed the door managed to get the cat and the cat out and gave it to the owners. So that was two animals in the one house. My first call when I was driving the truck was to a cat stuck up a tree.
0: That's another one. <laughs> the classic. Yes. What do you see as the future of firefighting?
1: That's a very good question. It's there's some very exciting changes happening with firefighting and all emergency services. They're starting to happen now. We work very closely with Ambulance Victoria. We work uh, very closely with Victoria Police and all the emergency services. And there's a a term that we use called interoperability. And that's all that means. It just means working in between all the agencies and everyone coming together. So that's probably going to all melt together in in the future. And also technology is really improving. We're going to have a lot more help inside our trucks when we're on the way to jobs, and that will tell us if people have evacuated, all those sorts of things and give us good directions if there's road blockages, all that sort of thing. And we'll even have some things called drones which will be helping us out. So they'll be flying around showing us from a top view where things are still hot, where we can go in and out. And they might even be fighting fires if it's, uh, if it's really advanced technology. And that's happening in some parts of the world now. So that, that'll probably come in the future for us here too.
0: As a firefighter do you do a lot of fundraising, can you tell us about that?
1: One of the things we love doing as firefighters is helping out the community and fundraising is a big part of that and that's something that I'm doing more and more of every year. It's very rewarding and I get to help people, I get to save even more lives, not just with my job but now in my spare time as well. So I do fundraising as a firefighter and I'm, I'm finding it very enjoyable. And it's just one of those benefits that you you get to do it. You're much more visible as a firefighter and that means more people want to come on board and help you out with the causes that you're you're fighting for.
0: And what website can people go to if they're interested in finding out more?
1: At the moment, there's a a website for what's called the Melbourne Firefighter Stair Climb and that is raising money for two organisations called Black Dog and Lifeline
0: have you ever been to a school and if you have what happened
1: yes i have been to a school i've been to a school for fire alarms going off and smoke alarms uh, in which case we'll go in and we'll either put the fire out or investigate and if it's not a fire we'll reset the alarm and get it back into normal so that it's ready to go again if there is a fire again later on but most of the time i go to schools these days we do fire education classes and we do them for preps There's all sorts of other classes as well that we can do. They're the main ones, they take up most of our time and we'll go in, our whole crew goes in, the whole truck, and we'll talk about all the things you can do to keep yourself safe in a fire if it happens at your house, where you're supposed to go to if there is a fire, the number you have to call if there's a fire. Do you know what that is? Yeah, zero, zero, zero. Well done, it's zero, zero, zero. And we'll actually talk about what it looks like when you see a firefighter coming into your house and to not be afraid because it can look a bit strange sometimes with all their helmet and everything on and we sound funny too. Well, We'll we'll just basically educate you guys and kids your age and a bit younger as well uh, so that they're ready and they can help out as well if there is a fire.
0: If any kids are listening that are interested in being a firefighter, what is some advice you'd give them?
1: I would say go for it, that's my first answer. But to actually get there, I would say listen at school, do your best at school, uh, play sport as well and keep fit and healthy. And hopefully if you like challenges, then firefighting is for you. And it's a wonderful job. It's just great, you get to help people, you stay fit, And it's never boring. It's always different. And you'll absolutely love it, Evie and Lily. So I would say, go for it.
0: What did you want to be when you were our age?
1: When I was your age, there was three things that I wanted to be. One was a superhero. Two was a wrestler. And the third one was a firefighter. So I'm very lucky Um, The firefighter was probably the hardest option, (laughs) but uh, I got there. So, yeah, very lucky. But they're the three things I wanted to do, and I can still remember telling my parents that.
0: Well, you already are sort of a superheroes, and thank you for coming in today.
1: Very kind words. Uh, Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure.
0: Thanks for listening to Kids First. Tell your friends all about it. Subscribe to our podcast and you can contact us on kidsverse.com.au or via Twitter at Kidsverse.